Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the bullpen. With us today is Brianna Holt. Let me introduce this extraordinary lady, senior reporter for Insider. She is going to talk about the topic of weathering. And if you haven't heard of it, it is leading to premature health issues for black women in America. Weathering is how constant racism, discrimination, stressors, so many of them against black women has taken a weathering toll on their life expectancies. It is a serious topic. Ms. Holt is an author, writer, journalist. She's written for various publications, including the New York Times, The Guardian, The Atlantic. She is currently a senior reporter at Insider. Her book, In Our Shoes, is a must read, a collection of essays, analyzes the ludicrous standards black millennial women are expected to live up to. I feel like she wrote my biography, okay? <laughs> That's really what it feels like, Brianna. So welcome to the bullpen. Thank you, I'm really excited to be here. We're honored to have you. Um, I think I wanna start with this question. What was it like to go through this particular subject matter? And what I'm really getting at is the PTSD of it. We're so tired, we're so put upon. Was it difficult to write? Yeah, well, I will start off by saying, yes, it definitely was difficult to write. But if anything, it was eye-opening. Um, to my own experience um, from interviewing different sources, um, especially Arlene, who, who, who we credit for creating the term weathering, um, to the different black women that I interviewed for this piece, just hearing their, their own experiences, I was able to self-reflect and realize that a lot of these experiences are shared, whether um, myself or my family members or the women in my close circle. And so it really caused me to just self-reflect on the ways that I am weathering um, on my own. Yeah, and I think the frustrating part as we, we look at your collection of essays and everything else that you put out there because it's so timely is that we so often want the other side, other people, white women, let's start there, to understand, to get it. And I don't know that they ever can. Do you think there's something in your written work that can help with that? And is it necessary? Yeah, so I think um, especially like when I think of my book, I write that I put a lot of pressure specifically on white women um, to be allies uh, to black women because I feel like that is where most of the power lies in order to reach higher power, white men. Um, I would hope that because of our shared gender identity, um, even though our experiences are not exactly the same, while all a, a great example would be while all women in America um, suffer from a high um, having pregnancy complications for you know a country that is very developed, at the same time, black women are four times more likely to have those complications. But you would hope that because we still do have that similar experience that um, white women would understand and want to help um, even more. And so just going back to your question, I think um, it's important to note that weathering can happen to anyone. Um, weathering can happen to anyone that is being exposed to repeated stressors. And while it is more persistent with black people, specifically black women, um, anyone who is living in a low income neighborhood, anyone who is 
suffering from unemployment. Um, anyone who may come from a different marginalized background could be experiencing weathering. Give us some of the most prominent examples that you came across of this weathering. Yeah, well, some of the most prominent examples of what weathering can can result in is pregnancy related complications, high blood pressure, insomnia, cardiovascular diseases, diabetes, and other diseases as well. Um, and these are coming from just a multitude of things, microaggressions, which people typically what I don't like about the word microaggression is the word micro. It's aggression mm -hmm. that is micro, that is small. But when those build up over time, um, it has a very macro effect. So how micro is an aggression that can over time result in pregnancy-related complications, high blood pressure, cardiovascular disease. Um, just being exposed to the trauma daily in the news, that's when I realized that I was experiencing weathering um, going back to summer 2020 working as a journalist and not being able to really take a break from the news that was happening because it still is my job to report it and put it out there. Um, at the same time, I was being overworked. I was being highly tasked with these pieces because I am a black writer, because I'm mm -hmm. a black journalist and not being able to break away from it. And as a result, um, I became very anxious, um, which we know anxiety can lead to elevated blood pressure. I did end up at the age of 26 having elevated blood, blood pressure and was put on medicine for it. Um, and I was dealing with insomnia, I couldn't sleep at night. And so long-term, um, those have really negative impacts and effects on my body. Yeah, they do. And I'm struck by you know your piece because there seems to be no escape from it, right? You're talking, I'm a journalist too. Not only were you reporting, investigating, but I felt at that time we had to be the chief explainers <laughs> back in the newsroom with a friend, you know, a non-brown friend. Constantly, it was coming at us. What can we do to escape some of this? Can we? Yeah. Well, one thing I note in my piece, which I wasn't aware of until I interviewed Arlene, um, is that you cannot buy your way out of weathering. Um, it doesn't matter how healthy your diet is. It doesn't matter how much you're exercising. Um, it has nothing to do with that. At the end of the day, it is related to this stress that is completely out of our control. Um, just from living in the society that we live in as Black people, as Black women. And so the steps when I did ask her, I was like, so what steps can someone take? Because is that, is that the conclusion, mm -hmm. weathering happens, we have no way out of it. But is really to try to look at your situation and see what stressors that you can take out, if any. Um, so if you are working at a job where you are being underpaid, overworked, constantly expo exposed to microaggressions, of course, we don't all have the luxury of just quitting the job and leaving. But start taking the steps to leave that job and find something else. Be aware of what is contributing to your weathering so that you can start making an exit plan. Whether mm -hmm. it's a relationship, um, whether it is the job whether it is some of your friendships. I remember, just like you mentioned, during the summer of 2020, I had a lot of my non-Black friends reaching out to me for advice and wisdom. And, and it was very insensitive. And I had to just let them know, I'm. if anything, you should be checking on me and asking if I'm okay, but not asking me for more information. Um, Google is free. The internet is available. Go find the material that you need yourself. Like We are all adults, and it is very simple to do. Um, wow. And so, 
And so I think putting that forward and just really creating barriers with the different type of stressors in your life that you are able to is really important. Yeah, like taking care of you, setting up boundaries. I had a similar experience with a friend who, well, I haven't checked on her in a long time because I had to tell her the same thing. They always seem to find the information though and send you Candace Owens little latest missives <laughs> as if, well, I, I didn't know. Yeah. They know plenty. I want to know what the reaction has been because I had not heard the term. And once I got the information, it clicked and it was like, oh, now it doesn't make me feel good that there's not much we can do about it. You know, we're the victims of this, but we can empower ourselves in some way. So, what has been the reaction, both from women of color, black women, and others? Yeah, so the women within my circle, um, when I made them aware of the term weathering through this article or just started talking to them about it, a lot of us, it, it was just like an answer. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, that makes sense. Maybe that is why I have high blood pressure at this age, or maybe that is why I have insomnia. All of these things that we're trying to attribute to, and yes, a lot of them can be hereditary, but trying to understand why we're having them at such early onset. I have white friends who have family members who have high blood pressure and we are all 26, 27, 28, and they are not experiencing it yet. So what is happening in my situation and with my friends of color, with my black woman friends that we are experiencing these things much earlier. Um, And one thing that really stuck out for me was in in the article, um, when you look at the chromosome, chromosomal markers for aging, black women in middle age look more than seven times older than their white counterparts. And I think just being aware of that really made me just even rethink um, the future. Like I'm someone who I thought maybe I wanted to have my, I wanted to have kids in my mid thirties. Um, but this whole study started with Arlene working in a pregnancy center and was realizing that the black teenage pregnant women that were coming in had drastically different, um, drastically different, I guess, I don't want to say organs, but their organs were at a different health than that of the white pregnant teenagers that were coming in at the same age. And so to think that these people were teenagers and they already saw the biological aging um, at that young of an age during that time, pre-social media, pre-the internet, pre-constantly being exposed to things, it really makes me think differently about well, what, what is my, the health of my body truly? And so rethinking the age to have children, do I even wanna carry my own children? Um, and it's, it's mm. sad that black women have to think this way, but it, it's reality. Yeah, it seems like it, having the diagnosis is power, is really mm-hmm. what you're saying. And doing something about it um, perhaps is that option. Um, I wanna give you the last word on other things that perhaps you discovered in your reporting that we as black women may not realize and may need to take a look at, a long look. Yeah, I think one thing that we need to take a long look is the way that we process strength. I think um, as black women, we are taught to power through, to be resilient, to be strong and to be independent and take on a lot of the brunt of work on our own. And I think that is actually in some ways having a negative effect on our body. While it may have a positive impact on our career, um, on our livelihood in other ways, I think being independent, um, relying on yourself, 
having others rely on you and being strong could be leading to this weathering. Because a lot of the things that we take on and we are told to be strong and resilient through are things that other women have the support of a partner, friends, family supporting them through. And so to remember that weathering, again, is it's tied to repeated exposure to stressors. Um, again, it is not food, it is not working out. So really locating what stressful situations you are in, are you handling them alone independently? And that probably makes it much tougher. Yeah. And so to lean on your community, ask for help. It is okay to be, I don't even want to call asking for help being soft, but it is okay mm -hmm. to not always mm -hmm. be strong and independent. Wow, I think you've helped us so much because what you're also giving us permission to do is to stop expecting the impossible thread a needle. That's where our power is. We know as black women what we can handle, what we have handled, but should we continue to put that upon ourselves and handle it? Brianna Holt, I think you are an eye-opening author and I look for more of your work um, to get published because we need you and we appreciate you very much. Thank you so much for joining us today on The Bullpen. Thank you for having me.